and welcome to the Nashville Story. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. You may know today's guest for the Nashville Story. He's already introduced himself, Stuart Deming. We are going to be talking today about how explorers getting into the tour industry, walking tours, tours of Nashville, those things, and uh, and what we have for the future, and uh, how Stuart, this will be uh, kind of his take on why tours, why walking tours, why Nashville, and we're going to get into all of that and more on today's episode of The Nashville Story. All right, Stuart, before we talk about tours specifically, I have to ask you one question. Why Nashville? Why Nashville? Uh, you, we're not getting too much into your Nashville story today because I want to focus on, on, on the tours, but, but why Nashville? What was it about Nashville uh, that, that first caught your eye? Man, when I, uh, when I first moved here uh, at, in late 2012, early 2013, I, I came and visit for two weeks. And I stayed in the hostel in downtown Nashville. Oh, which is oh, right on 2nd Avenue. Right, right on 2nd Avenue. And it was, um, a two weeks is a long time for a trip. It, <laughs> it, it, it really is. It's a great, it's a great length of time to, to feel very intimate with the city. Yeah. And so in that two weeks, I got to learn and see so much about Nashville. And I, I met my roommate at that time. Like he took me around Franklin. And so like I had this local experience in the first two weeks of me just visiting Nashville, I didn't even move here yet. Uh, and I had such an incredible experience. I already had friends when I moved here because I met those friends in two weeks that I was visiting. And um, staying at that hostel in downtown Nashville opened my eyes to what the potential of Nashville will have because of the international travelers at that time coming to this city. Hmm. I stayed... Uh, worldwide, I've been to maybe 27 or 28 different hostels worldwide. Hands down, my favorite hostel is in Dublin, Ireland. It's called Generator X. And uh, dude, it has a full-blown restaurant, pool tables, movie theater, wow. bars. Like there's three bars there. There's a grocery store across the street. There's the best Irish pub in the world. Where's right in the same square? Where's the smallest hostel room that you've stayed in? Smallest hostel. Because aren't hostels known for like very kind of smaller rooms uh, dude, and everything? I, I stayed in this hostel in Barcelona, and. Uh, I was traveling with a group of 10 people, which I would never recommend anyone do in their entire life. <laughs> That's a lot it's, of people to keep up with. Uh, and I'm very alpha. I'm very leadership. Like, hey, this is my goals. This is how I'm going to do this today. Sure. Yeah. And a group of 10 people just drags you down in the <laughs> mud. It just, it's, you want to uh, get five things done, you may get two things done in that day. Maybe. Maybe. Two <laughs> things done. Uh, but what was really interesting is I did not stay in that room with the all nine. So I was like, I'm just going to stay in another room because yeah. they, the rooms only held nine people. And uh, it was it was a very tight room because there was nine other individuals in this room and they were all high on shrooms. And oh, my gosh. Like hard acidity and like absence, <laughs> like. Man, dude, it was a really interesting experience. So I didn't stay. I didn't sleep in yeah. that room. Oh, I ended gosh. up going down to the lobby. And uh, at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, I was talking about uh, United States, like, health care. 
compared to New Zealand and like Polish healthcare. That sounds about right because that was in the time where Obamacare was like the key word of everything exactly. searched in the world. Exactly. But I was talking to like four people and for like four or five hours about like United States policies and all this stuff. <laughs> and it was just that was the smallest room. It felt like the smallest room, yeah, because of the all these other people just being high, yeah, and uh, like, and I'm like, I don't want you touching me, <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, but the Nashville hostel, man, um, it, the lobby is beautiful, or I don't know what it looks like now since the bombing, but the lobby was beautiful, and the people that I met met in those first two weeks, I'm like, I think I can make Nashville home, and I really want to learn about this city. Uh, more than I've wanted to learn about any other place in the world. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a good sign right there. That's a really good sign. So let's let's get to the stores, the the tour stuff in in just a second. We'll get your background on tourism in Nashville and how you got into that industry. But first, I want to uh, to to say the sponsor of this episode is Explore Tours. Uh, it's a new venture that we are, are launching from explore.nash, and we are offering uh, a special discount code for our grand opening weekend for a historic walking tour of downtown Nashville. We, the weekend is April 22nd through April 24th. Uh, Stuart is going to be giving those tours of downtown Nashville, and you can use the discount code NASH, all cap letters, N-A-S-H for 20% off of your launch weekend. Uh, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Use that discount code NASH for 20% off your launch weekend walking tour of downtown Nashville. It's going to be an incredible history tour. So thank you to ExploreTours.com for sponsoring this episode. And you also uh, make sure to use that discount code NASH. That will be in the show notes for you to reference if you can't remember it by the end of this episode. But don't worry, we will remind you. Okay, so so Stuart, um, tourism. So, I mean, you by this time have obviously experienced hospitality tourism and, and all of that stuff. How did that, and we, you just talked about your, your gauge of interest into Nashville based off of what you, your experience in the first two weeks, where did your interest grow in the tourism space? How did you, you know, get to start learning this city and realize this is a city worth getting to know at a, at a deeper level than, than an initial just two weeks of experiencing it? Well, no matter where I go in the world, I always I always research the basic history, uh, basic cultural uh, cues and cultural themes uh, for wherever I go into the world. Did you uh, did you worry about before coming down to the south that it was going to be different? Well, I, I kept hearing all these things from the south, <laughs> and I'm I'm from New York. If people haven't realized that yet, I talk like a New Yorker most sometimes most of the time uh, if you I'm, don't have as much of the accent you have if, the speed if i if i'm really angry i'm i'm like flying 100 words a second and <laughs> it's just it's going uh but no matter where i went into the world i always researched cultural hubs the cues and um i was always intrigued by how society is formed based on the history of that location uh-huh. uh so either the geographic location of that area or the people groups or the cultures of that area sure. and, and the the deep history that that has and so uh 
living in Europe really caused me to really dive deep into that passion and it's that love you, that I have. And, and I, th- I'm, I think I understand that because it's not until you see something different that it's a little bit more eye opening as to uh, how different cultures can be in other places. Oh, ab- absolutely. And um, up north, we had this town called Horseheads. And it, what's really interesting is uh, the uh, right before the Revolutionary War, there was the French and Indian War uh, that happened up in that area. And the Native Americans in that area cut off all of these horse heads and threw them in the river of the soldiers. Wow. And so I, I learned this stuff when I'm younger. And I'm like, there's a, there's a town called Horseheads. It's a registered city in New York State. And it's because horse heads were literally floating down a river. Wow. That's just a fascinating Absolutely. little tidbit to have. And so um, coming to Nashville, I just, that first two weeks, I took four different tours. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I, so did you do walking tours to Old Town Trolley? What would you do? Well, so Gray Line was the only tour provider in town oh, at that wow. time. And like there's still, there was other kind of tours there. But yeah. I, so I took a, a walking tour of Gray Line. I took their bus tours. And I, I learned about the city of Nashville in my first two weeks very fast. Wow. Uh, and then I moved here and I lived in Franklin and living in Franklin, I experienced extreme culture shock. And the reason for that is because I grew up in the poorest area of New York state and I came to <sighs> Williamson County, which is <laughs> one of the wealthiest counties historically yeah. in the United States. Yeah. I know it's in the top 10 even still. And it's been that way for years, yeah. for a long time. And I experienced more culture shock coming from the north to the heart of the south. I would say Franklin is a great example of the heart of the south. You are not wrong about that. I experienced more culture shock in those moments in that first six months of me living here. Yeah, I did in seven or eight months of living in Italy. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And so I I wanted to study that. I'm like emotionally. Yeah. Like psychologically, this is affecting how I view myself. Yeah. And uh, so I started studying the culture of Williamson County and I started learning about the the deep history of Williamson County. And I'm just like, I want more. I want more. And so I came up to Davidson County because I uh, I, I started driving for Lyft and Uber. Uh, so I, I moved here to work for a church. And so hospitality has been my bread and brother. I'm trained in hospitality. Like that's what I went to college for. Yeah. And so, uh, I moved here to work for a church and I was over the young adult ministries at this church and I would host events for a hundred, 200 people. Sure. And so that's, that's always been a passion of mine is that hospitality portion of it. Uh, but to supplement some of my income, I needed to drive for Lyft and Uber. And I started doing that on the weekends and dude, I had a blast at the beginning. Like I was just like, I'm just driving people around and making money. This is great. (laughs) But, uh, the first weekend I started driving, I didn't know Nashville had six interstate mergers all in downtown Nashville. That could be a culture shock of its own. Oh, dude, it was. Uh, and the passenger, <laughs> the first, one of the first passengers I picked up, I took 40 instead of 440. And so I just oh, kept going. Everybody, if you have not going. done that in Nashville, then I feel like you are a very successful person if you've never made that mistake when you first came to town. I feel like everybody does. And I did. I did. And the, the guy, like, he was just, he was occupied. And he's like, he looked up, he's like, why are we in Bellevue? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I just, I just started driving. I've just moved here like six months ago. I just started driving. I have no idea what That's I'm hilarious. doing. That's hilarious. 
And uh, so I ended up, I canceled the ride and I said, Hey man, I'm just going to drive you the rest of the way for free. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll cancel the ride. Like just pay for this portion and I'll drive you the rest of the way. Wow. And he ended, he was ending up like going to like past hermitage and like, Oh dude, it was just, my <laughs> gosh. But that was, that was a learning experience for sure. me. And I think that was a very defining moment for me because I'm like, Okay, if I'm going to be driving in this city, I need to know this city with, by the back of my hand. Yeah. I need to be able to drive or, or ride in the car as a passenger and be able to tell the roads that we're on yeah. by the turns that we make. Yeah. And so I set out with that goal of learning the city. And I had 15,000 passengers in my lift. Wow. And uh, 19 throw ups. <laughs> those are some good stats right there you need like a a, a playing card yeah. as like an uber or lyft driver that shows your stats yeah i think every lyft and uber driver instead of a business card needs a playing card with their stats that'd be great that'd be incredible they put it out every year um got into three car accidents. that is copyright that is that's, copyright. that's, that's <laughs> copyright right now uh got into three accidents with lyft and and not like with Lyft, but like people <laughs> hit me. When I had passengers in the car. Uh, it's just f- super, super fascinating stories. But one thing that would always come up is the history of Nashville. Hmm. And so I would always, I would always for, from more locals or more out of towners from more locals. Okay. And so I uh, would start asking these questions. And I some of these some of these passengers, they're so drunk, <laughs> they're just so honest. <laughs> and I'll, I'll start asking questions. I'm like, hey, okay, so you grew up in West Nashville. What was your experience like when as a child? Hmm. Uh, what was your experience like growing up? And I, because of the large range of passengers that I had, yeah, I experienced every culture that Nashville has to offer. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And there'd be days I would experience the international culture. I would experience the local wealthy culture from Williamson County. There's people like I had every spectrum of, of person. Did you do a lot of airport runs all the time? I bet, I bet that was a, a, a wealth of, of so, inf- even international, national information yeah, about so, what people perceived about Nashville. Um, everyone, all the international was like Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels and music. Yeah. And that's what Tennessee is known for is Jack Daniels. Yep. We're not known for our waterfalls or our beauty, or our mountains. We're known for Jack Daniels yep. internationally. Uh, locally, we're more or domestically, we're more known for our music. Uh, but I think that's really changing. That's on the verge of changing internationally. Uh and we can talk about that in the future. <laughs> uh, I, because I lived, I lived in Williamson County for a year, and then I moved into Nashville, and I lived in the ghetto, bro. <laughs> like uh, I lived in the most dangerous area of Nashville for about say, five years. Go ahead and describe what would be uh, on the street nightly. Go ahead and you, to, you might as well uh, just tell where it is and where what what would be a normal street night on on that road. Uh, a normal street night, uh, there's a term called street walkers. Uh, you guys could look that up. Um, so I lived in South Nashville on Murfreesboro Pike uh, for five years. And there were prostitutes. There were gunshots. There were, there, there were a lot of things that I saw in five years. And uh, one night, my, my former roommate called me, and he's like, bro, uh, SWAT team just broke into the apartment next door for uh, murders. <laughs> like oh like two or three people were just murdered in our apartment. That was the five years of me growing up, like learning about myself as an individual and learning about Nashville. So I've seen the worst and the best of Nashville in my time here. So whenever you started driving, you had that moment that you were like, okay, I need to learn Nashville. What was, what were some of the things that you, cause you do, you know, Nashville very well. Did you 
uh, take the route of, okay, I'm going to be more intentional about paying attention to the places that I'm going and learning while I'm there. Or did you do that outside of your driving? Oh, like yeah, your yeah. Lyft driving. I did it all the time. And so, uh, there'd be passengers that will invite me to go eat with them. And so I would, I'll clock off and I'll go eat with them, hmm. uh, which eating around the table, you learn people's personalities and sure. you learn their, their lifestyle and their culture. And so I was able to study all of these people and I was able to study these locations and I was able to map out in my mind, okay, people from Williamson County really love Predators games. They also are going to go to these restaurants in downtown Nashville. So I was able to experience this large variety of uh, very wealthy people and very middle class people and where they would go and how they desired things. That's a, that's a really good point. So you got to see what they wanted to go see. Yep. So, I mean, it's a fast track to see what's trending It's a fast track to see what other people are doing in the city. Yep. And so wow. because I was able, because I had 15,000 passengers. Yeah. I was able to see all of that. Yeah. And that made me in my mind. Okay. I know so much about Nashville. I need to become a tour guide. Like I just, there's so much information in my mind right now. I need to like get this out. somehow. <laughs> and so I started doing tours with my Lyft and Ubers. So you, you were like, I'm going to make this a feature yep. of, of the, of the tour of the Lyft and Uber experience. Yeah. So I had a little map of the city of Nashville that I'll give to people if they were, if they were wondering. Ah. And so I gave them a little map and I, I would start giving them food tours. Uh, and we'll pass the restaurants. And I'll talk about this. There's some of the things on the menu you should get. Oh. Uh, I would give cultural tours or history tours. And then I started giving these these neighborhood tours when I'm just driving around. And most of the time, uh, if if most of the time people were talkative. Uh, sure. There's times where you have to read the situation. Sure. Uh, like one time, man, I, I had this girl get into the car and she's like, I just had a rough day. I had a flat tire. And so I'm like, let me go change your tire for you. There you go. And so I just changed her tire. Wow. And uh, you're able to be this beacon of hope while you're driving around the city and learning about the city. And uh, I, I really enjoyed driving for a long time, but the market got so saturated, I couldn't make money. That's crazy. So prices, and, and I remember, you know, because I've taken a lot of Lyfts and Ubers. So uh, this is when the prices really, like 2017, 18, this is when the prices went down for drivers significantly, a lot. Significantly. Uh, when I first started, we drivers were making like $2 a mile plus like oh a dollar gosh. per minute that wow. the passenger was in the car. I would walk away with weekends. I literally drove full time for Lyft and Uber for four years. Wow. And I would make enough like to live a full lifestyle and just drive yeah. maybe three days of the week. Wow. Which is crazy. Uh, and there'd be days I would do 45 rides and I'll drive for <laughs> full, full for a, a full 12 hours. Wow. Did, did you have a favorite, uh, your favorite places to take breaks around town, either like a gas station that you were like, this is a reliable place to go to or car washes or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, car washes was champion car wash. Uh, like for a while. Uh, their subscription stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then Mr. Car wash came to Mr. Car wash came to town and yep. I had a subscription there and I became really good friends with the general manager. He's just like, Hey, let me just give you a couple free. Oh, that's awesome. Like a free year of car washes. <laughs> uh, so I gave him a print, uh, cause I got into photography at this time uh, and I was doing photography back home for a long time, but like, I, I'm like, I really need to get into photography cause I'm just in Nashville all the time. And like, 
Well, and that it, freedom it, probably allowed you to, to do some photography. And that's exactly what happened. Because um, I'm just like, I'm taking photos of my iPhone. I might as well buy a camera and just see what happens. Yeah. And that's what happened. Is that, and that's I also started learning about Nashville that way. And so CVS on Harding Place was okay. one of my go-to places <laughs> because that was a 24-hour CVS. Nice. Um, also, the Walgreens in Donaldson was a go-to place. Nice. Uh, uh, some other places was that Walmart parking lot in South Nashville. Yep. Off of Thompson. Um, I always went to places with free restrooms. That's, and a, like that's a good thing. I didn't have to pay for anything. And then I would hang out at Love Circle a lot. That's a great place. So I would just park my car and wait on top of the hill and then just walk down to my car and just go pick up passengers. There you go. Uh, so that's where I would wait. But the market became so saturated, I couldn't make money. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. I need to do something with my life with all of this knowledge that I've obtained over these few years of learning of Nashville. I need to start doing tours. Like I need, I need to do something with this information. Sure. And so I started working for Grayline and, uh, worked for Grayline for three months and, (laughs) uh, it was okay. It was a a very okay experience. (laughs) I was going through uh, a big identity crisis at that time. Um, because I was also like a church planter at this time when I was working for Lyft and Uber. And I, I went through this big identity crisis and did, uh, did tours for Grayline. I did, no, it was, it was probably about five months. I did food tours. I did all of their bus tours. I did other walking tours with yeah. them. And I uh, applied for this tour company called Bespoke Experiences. And I'm like, okay, let's just see what happens. Yeah. They're launching in Nashville. And they're a luxury tour company based in New Orleans. And I just applied and I'm just like, hey, let, let, let's see what happens. So I applied. Sure. 30 minutes later, I, I receive a phone call from the owner of the company, Jennifer. And she's like, hey, could we have an interview in like two days? Because I'm going to be in Nashville. And there I'm you like, go. Okay. <laughs> and, um, so we have an interview and we have an, uh, the interview at the Gaylord. And we get this cheese board and she just talks about the, con- uh, the company and like their vision for tours. And I'm like, I would love to do this. And so I started doing luxury tours around 2017, 2018. So with, with that, um, how did the, the change from, um, you know, Grayline tours and Lyft and Uber tours? Um, first of all, before we get into, into bespoke, how did getting into tours and, and hyper-focusing on teaching people about Nashville, wh- what did you learn about Nashville from that? Was it more of the area? Was it more of the history? What, what did you really gain from teaching people about Nashville on an official level? Um, from Grayline, not much. Uh, just that I really like Nashville food. Did you get into, because, you know, I know you well enough that I think around that time without even like knowing that this happened, I think that you probably got very hyper into one part of Nashville specifically, whether it's history, whether it's civil war history or something like that. When you started teaching other people, I didn't know if, if there was a specific time that really kind of got you into learning about Nashville pre 1950s, 60s, 70s? Um, probably the food scene, honestly. At that really? T- at that time, it was the food scene. Learning about the food scene so that I can better uh, let people know about, like, having a food experience. That's awesome. Um, and and my... And you come from, and for people who don't know, you come from the culinary world as well. So yeah, translating so that into a Nashville experience. Yeah, so my, my hospitality experience is I've worked every single position in a hotel uh, for years. 
um, while I was in college. I've also, I cooked professionally for catering companies, for restaurants, also for huge catering companies, like big catering companies. Uh, I've cooked for a long time. I've been in hotels for a very long time. So hospitality just comes second nature to me. Yeah. Um, but during that time, that 2017 time or so, I was really diving into the food scene and learning about more about like the food scene in Nashville, where this is going culturally and how the, how is this impacting my stomach? Cause I just wanted to eat all this, <laughs> all this good food. Uh, but what's really fascinating is when I was a child, I had this desire to teach people things hmm. and I didn't know what that desire really was. And like, I, I had this desire to, um, like when I lived in Italy, I did the, these this video series and I did it all on an iPod. Uh, it wasn't no fancy camera or anything. <laughs> but uh, when I lived in Italy, I did all of these video series of uh, the area that we were in Italy and talking about the culture. And so you had explore Italy things. 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's and crazy. I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, the Lord gave me these passions as a child to come into fruition as an adult. And, uh, so I had this idea for explore for a long time and dude, I, <laughs> I approached Grayline. I approached these big corporate identities and I said, you guys need to be providing content about Nashville. Wow. That's crazy. I approached them and I gave away my freaking ideas. Nobody <laughs> did it. And all these people are like, you're, you're a nomad, man. You're a nomad. You're just gonna, you're just gonna quit this job very fast. I had bosses say that to me. I was also rejected from jobs in Nashville because of my beard length, which is really, really interesting. Uh, but I had this idea for a long time driving for Lyft and Uber, I'm like, somebody needs to be providing video content about Nashville. Because you saw how valuable that information was firsthand to the people that you were talking to in your car. Yes. And nobody believed me. No, nobody. I approached these corporate identities and they're like, no, you don't need content. We're just going to sell our bus tours and our food tours and see what happens. And I'm like, dude, let me take over your socials. Like, let me, let me help you. And so I got all of these rejections, which these rejections were a good thing for me because uh, Aaron and I were able to meet through Instagram. This was 2017 to late 2017, yep. mid, mid to late fall 2017, I believe. Yep. Uh, right when the solar eclipse happened. Yes. So like we met after the solar eclipse. And we start developing this friendship. We start shooting together like three or four days a week. Yep. And I told Aaron about this concept and this idea for Explore. Um, and I said, hey, man, you want to be a part of this? And at that time, you, you were you're freelancing. Tell your, tell your story about that. Yeah. So at the time, I was freelancing with video production. I think that was right after I had gone what I considered, quote, full-time teaching for video production. And so it was this, you know, it was a, a moment of transition for me as well, because I was looking, I had more time teaching than when I was full-time in video production. Um, and so I had more free time on my hands. And um, at that time, I was, <laughs> I was literally like creating a video series on YouTube about like how to do video production and all that stuff. And, uh, pretty much when Stuart was like, here's, here's what I have. I was like, uh, in my head, I was like, that's, this is way more exciting than what I'm doing right now. 
Um, and so, you know, and, and I, I, I was a little pee on for what I understood about Nashville compared to now. Um, but it was, it was, a, a it, whatever Stewart said when we met at tailgates, you know, in 2017 resonated with me for an idea. I understood the value of what you wanted to do. I don't know how, how many other people at that time would have, um, because it was, an, it's, it was early. We were both early on on this of providing content for free for people uh that is extremely valuable to them um and so we we both had the means motive and opportunity in order to uh pursue teaching people about nashville yeah and it's really it's just fascinating how our our story has evolved to this we have this podcast now we have a youtube channel xblr.nash where you can learn all about nashville we're launching explore tours and the the idea that we set out with all of this content that we provide is ultimately to prompt people to come take a tour with us. Okay. So, um, with your timeline, how much can you talk about your experience for giving private luxury tours? Uh, because that'll, that'll frame how much I ask you about, uh, those experiences. Yeah. Um, <laughs> These private luxury tours have been the best, some of the best moments of my life. That's awesome. Um, I'm tearing up. Wow. Uh, just thinking through the, the memories of being able to provide a level of hospitality to people where they have possibly the best experience in their life, and I get to be part of that. Um, so, Jennifer, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you for the opportunities that you've allowed me to have. One of the, one of the most intimate moments I ever had uh, a couple was celebrating their 40th anniversary, wedding anniversary, and they shut down RCA Studio B, and they had a private concert inside of RCA Studio B. And um, I always forget the name of the band that played because it was just <laughs> everything was just happening. So uh, literally, there was the the band member playing the grand piano, Elvis's grand piano where he recorded How Great Thou Art. Same piano and everything. And he's, he's singing this song about marriage. And this couple is celebrating their 40th anniversary. There's five people in, inside of RCA Studio B. There's a video production crew capturing this video, the performer, uh, the couple, and then me. Five people in this room. And, dude, it was one of the most spectacular moments in wow. my entire life. And doing the private luxury tours has given me the opportunity uh, to experience Nashville in a level that most people in the world will never experience. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so I, I've learned, I've learned so much about hospitality. I've learned so much about, about the back end and how Nashville really operates because of the private luxury tours that I've done. You get to see, you get to see Nashville with a few extra dollar signs that most people haven't gotten yep. to see. Yep. And, uh, it's really fascinating because there's this uh, couple that I took around Nashville a few times and they text me. They're like, Hey, our son's coming to Nashville. Can you give him a tour? Like they, 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 they keep interacting with me. And I've heard from at least probably three or four dozen people. This is the best tour I've ever had in my entire life. And that's, it's a pride thing for me because I want, I want to provide the, the level of hospitality and service that they're expecting and they're paying for. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's just, it's incredible the opportunities I've had doing the private luxury tours. And the, the coolest thing is uh, we've shut down Cheekwood. We've, we've uh, not shut down, but we've, we've rented out Cheekwood for private groups. We've rented out 
all of these places, the hermitage, <laughs> there was uh, the historian, me and the couple, and we rented out the entire hermitage for ourselves. Like, it's just, it's, it's these experiences that I'm like, wow, this is absolutely mind blowing that I'm doing this. And the coolest moment, uh, one of the coolest moments of my life, uh, because of my relationship with RCA Studio B, Justin Croft, uh, thank you for your friendship. If you're listening to this, he was he was on the um, National Story as well, and he's coming back on soon. Heck I'm, yeah, I'm excited to get him back on because we always drink beers <laughs> uh, when we have him on. Uh, but he was able to set up a private tour of RCA Studio B uh, for my me and my family, and uh, they played all of the Elvis music. And dude, it was one of my favorite moments in my entire life. And because of the private luxury tours, I've been able to build these important relationships with people around Nashville that are influencing and impacting the city. That's absolutely incredible. Um, so as we are trying to, to translate all of this into, um, you know, obviously we're, we're starting out with, with one tour, we're starting out with, with explore tours, with a historic tour of, of downtown Nashville. It's a walking tour around town. I've taken plenty of walking tours. You've taken plenty of walking tours. I've um, hosted plenty of walking <laughs> tours. What, why a walking tour? What are, what are some of the things about a walking tour that's like, this is the number one thing that we need to get out and, and, and get going for a, a tour company? Why walking tours? And, and what, did, what have you gotten from walking tours in the past? Uh, I've had some great experiences on walking tours, especially in like Dublin, Ireland, in Rome, in inside of the Colosseum. Um, you get to see and experience the insights of hopefully a local uh, that understands the the background, the culture, the cues, the uh, people groups of that area, and you get these insights of um. Like we went to when I went to Dublin, Ireland. It was a free walking tour in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, this guy was named Patrick, which was <laughs> just a, of course a, a great Irish name. And <laughs> if, I, if I could find him, I want to give him a handshake and five dollars. <laughs> uh, but he, we walked into these pubs, and he just had these 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 conversations with these pub owners, and he's like, "Hey, let, let, let's try this." And they were able to have this relationship, and they gave us this 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 beer in Ireland, and it, it was it, it was free. But um, just the relationships that you can have with the people that you walk around so often, yeah. that's really important. Also, with Nashville, the way Nashville is laid out, you can tell the comprehensive story of the history of Nashville on a one-hour or an hour-and-a-half walking tour. And you can, you can literally learn the entire history of Nashville by walking through downtown Nashville. That's incredible. Which a lot of the cities you can't do. L.A., you can't do that. Boston, that's a that, that's a different story because it was sure. it was built for walking. Sure, Nashville, in a sense, downtown was built for walking, um, and you're able to hear this comprehensive story of downtown Nashville from a level that you won't get from a, just a regular food walking tour. And that's why we're starting with a history walking tour. So right, you said, and and the keyword there is starting with a history walking tour. Uh, we and and a lot of this is is from Stewart's experience. Uh, that he's he's you know fed that 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 kind of excitement and to me of of what we want to be doing in in, in the future. Um, 
what are some other things that uh, Explore Tours is looking forward to as as that company develops uh, of doing on the tour side, especially in the downtown area? Oh, dude. <laughs> um I don't want to give everything away because I don't want other people to listen to this and be like, I should start that type of tour. <laughs> but we have one one tour that's uh, around a central beverage. Um, and this tour is going to be fantastic because you're going to see and taste this beverage from different regions of the world in downtown Nashville. Uh, I'm excited for that. And as, Aaron's going well. to be doing this tour possibly sometime. This is, this is kind of a, a merger between passions of ours. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be very exciting, but um, you we, know, we have, we have food tours coming in the future. We have neighborhood tours coming in the future. And the thing I'm most excited about is we're going to have uh, dedicated tour guides for state parks that are going to be taking tours throughout the state parks. I mean, we I mean, a lot of this is is stemmed from we have had incredible experiences in Nashville and in Tennessee. Um, We honestly desire for people to have an experience beyond what they think Nashville is. Whether you are a local or whether you are a visitor into Nashville, I, 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 I promise you there is more out there to Nashville uh, that Stuart can teach you um, and that he's taught me uh, that will absolutely blow your mind and give you a larger appreciation for the city. I mean, I've essentially gotten free tours for like four or five days a week for the past, like three years. Uh, and there's still more for me to learn. So I'm, uh, I know that, uh, a walking tour, a historic tour of downtown Nashville, it's a great place to start. You'll be blown away with all the information, uh, that you'll learn. So Stuart, let me ask you this with the historic tour of downtown Nashville. Um, what kind of timeline are we looking at studying during a historic tour of downtown Nashville? For those who are curious about, uh, you know, are, are we just talking about buildings? What, what kind of timeline are we looking at? Uh, so as I said, I, I keep using this word comprehensive. And uh, we get to look at a timeline from when Nashville was uh, discovered, founded as a city, when the state capital moved to Nashville and made it its permanent home. We get to look at the early 1900s and what the trains and boats did for the growth of the city. We get to hear the stories of the Civil War and how that impacted this city. We get to learn about the civil rights movement in the early 1960s. Uh, We get to see how Nashville grew in the early 1990s and late 1990s. And we get to see where Nashville's going today. So it's literally a comprehensive story of the storyline of downtown Nashville, where we were and where we're going. That's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's exciting. It's packed into an hour and a half, uh, give or take. Depends on how how slow and how how much how much information I want to give away. Uh, and it's very affordable. And the the coolest thing I think that we're doing as a tour company is children twelve and under get tours for free. Yes, most likely because their brain will still be mush, and uh, they'll learn a little bit. But uh, we want them just to have a good time and. And we want them to have a good time and then possibly get a, get a treat in downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's going to be the best part right there. And for kids, it wears them out 
so uh, so they'll sleep good at night with after a tour. And then the the adults can just have some fun because we're we're starting at a good time at ten a.m. Uh, so we may finish around the eleven thirty, eleven forty five, give or take. And then you can go into downtown Nashville, experience some of the food scene, and then start really having a good time throughout downtown. Yeah, and and I I think from a perspective of somebody who's taken a lot of 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 walking tours in uh, New Orleans is the place where I'd like taking walking tours. You just you see things differently after you learn a lot of these things, so you get a greater appreciation um, and and everything like that. So. Uh, we we are very very excited for the launch of this this make, tour. Make make sure to be following our Instagram account xplr.nash. We're going to be doing giveaways of free tickets a lot. Yes. Um, oh, absolutely. A, a lot, and it it, it it may be at the most random times at like one thirty four a.m. Uh, you only have two hours to enter for free tickets, but we're going to be doing a lot of giveaways of free tickets on our Instagram account, xplr.nash. We absolutely are. Stuart, thank you for sharing your story about uh, how how all of this came to be, and uh, thank you for giving your, your insight on all of that. Well, thank you for recording over 500 episodes of the <laughs> podcast with me and uh, allowing us to make some great videos. All right. We need a glass for cheers. We will cheers to that. Uh, and, and don't forget, I told you, we will remind you at the end of the episode. Uh, so here it is. Our first tours, our, our launch weekend, April 22nd through the 24th of this year. Um, and we are using, uh, the discount code for you. You have to enter Nash capital N, capital a capital S capital H for 20% off of the launch weekend for all of your tickets. So if you have a large group, this is going to be the time to save for all of your tickets, 20% off using that discount code Nash in all caps. And you can do this all at explore tours.com is where you're going to find all of that information. And uh, go follow us on Instagram, xplr.nash. Check out our YouTube channel as well. If you want to learn about some of the restaurants, waterfalls, state parks, uh, budget-friendly tra- uh, budget attractions, yes. best date locations. If you're coming to Nashville for a bachelorette weekend, we have a video for that as well, xplr.nash on YouTube. All right, we hope you guys are able to check that website out and see if that tour is right for you. You're going to be having plenty of tour dates after this. If you don't live in Nashville and you're coming in, uh, if you don't see anything that works for you, let us know so we can uh, help set something up for you as you are coming into town. Stuart, again, Thank you so much for being a part of the National Story today. And we'll see you guys on Monday. Monday.